to the bare naked abcs and i am joined by stefan and jeff tonight we will not be joined by aaron it seems that i i made him mad again i don't know who knows what i said this time but you'd think i would know his limits by now there are limits on his tolerance for you there, i believe there are and, and obviously my knowledge of him is limited <laughs> yeah but maybe it's because i told them that tonight was the night to get it done or to not get it done so he decided not get it it's done. A lot of, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, <laughs> but our time is I limited. I can't so... promise. By the way, there may be limits on my humor tonight oh. as well. <laughs> well, our time is limited, so we should hold on to our armrests because we have two guests joining us tonight: JD and Nick. Woo! Yeah. Hello. Thanks for having us back. <laughs> and then please, the gentlemen please. from Bare Naked Ladies are us. They're my second and third favorite guests on the show. That's really sweet of you to say. <laughs> Thank in you which so order? much. <laughs> I'm going to guess number one was Andy. <laughs> well. Okay, third and fourth favorite. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's up there. <laughs> if you have never heard Limits before, here is a quick sample. Today is not the day. We don't have Aaron, so I'm not going to ask him to guess what album this is from. It's it's from Grinning Streak. And it's also the song that leads off Grinning Streak. And it's a song that they let off every concert on this mm. tour. And I believe even the Silver Ball tour afterwards, they started several of their shows with this. Oh, okay. This is like, matter of fact, Stefan, this is the show that you, you joined me to see them live in oh, Portland. Oh, cool. That was a great show. It was a good yeah. show. Um, they have played this song 82 wow. times in concert between 2013 and 2015. Wow. Okay. I feel like this is the tour, Nick, that, that we saw them back to back. Was it the Limits yeah. tour? We saw them with, like, yeah. within a day of each other in Lansing and, and um, uh, Pine Knob and in, in Clarkston. And yeah, it was the Limits shows. Ooh. That's what we call them, the Limits shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The limit shows. The limit shows. <laughs> yeah, the, the Ben Folds Guster tour. Yeah, that, yeah, Ben Folds Guster. That was that was a tour. What a lineup! Oh, I love mm-hmm. that show. So have they not played this? Guster. No, you're it, you Nick. you are correct. That was the 2013 my show. So no, Stefan, that was not the one that you restored. and I saw. Get off, oh, okay. get off my lawn, kid. <laughs> when we saw the Silver Ball and see, that's the one tour I haven't yeah. seen them on since uh, since we since we got into them. I kind of missed that whole that whole silver ball era, which is a bummer because there's you some. Went to, really good you stuff. went to the yeah. snack time tour. Yeah, I we were were we in fourth grade, Nick, or fifth grade when we went to the snack time mm-hmm. tour. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> you had just started walking, I think, and I was yeah. I was on my way there, <laughs> and you were already in fifth grade. <laughs> you you just started walking yeah. in fifth grade. Yeah. That's in fifth grade. Hey, yep. you know, hey, people, better late than never. I was a latecomer. Yeah. Matter of fact, you heard the song "Gonna Walk" a couple years later. I knew that. Like, yes, you got it. That's what did yeah. it for me. Yeah, it's it pushed him over the edge. It, so, <laughs> <laughs> Stefan hasn't walked in weeks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <True. laughs> but this song was really loved by the band. Like Tyler was like, he absolutely loved this song, and he wa- knew immediately that they wanted to open the tour with it. He's that's this is a song that he wishes people would often like actually request for it to be played. I'm pretty and sure that Kevin likes this song too. Kevin likes this song because <laughs> this and is a Ed Kevin immediately song. was like that's gonna lead off the album. So really, it's it's only Jim so, that is indifferent to it. Everybody yeah, else yeah. loves it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> um, they when they did the track by track on Spotify, like they pointed out like the different things like the honky tonk piano and the hip hop thread and the keyboards and the distorted bass. Um, matter of fact, he said that 
with the distorted bass that Jim was specifically going for like a Parliament Funkadelic keyboard line on that. Um, and I, that's an interesting take on it. I wouldn't have thought anywhere near funk, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it didn't sound like <laughs> funk to me. But I hear a lot of new wave in it. Like 80s, early 80s new mm-hmm. wave is what I, I picked up. Um, but that left right channel um, um, kind of kind of kind of got that boop 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 mm-hmm. of a, of a synth pop in there. Um, I mean that's that's definitely what I heard throughout a lot of this one. I think this whole album, which is great, I love this it. whole album has a lot of, and this is all of their newer stuff has a lot of production on it. And I think this is one of the songs where it only does it well. Like all, like you said, all of the sounds, the left and the right, the panning, all of the little bips and bops and boops throughout. I think it just plays really well. Um, so I, and then even at the end, I was listening in these headphones right before this, and the outro even just saw like the little kind of technical garble. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. sounds really cool. So I think mm-hmm. production wise, this this was hit pretty spot on. Great, thanks, Nick. That's really appreciate <laughs> it. It's it, it, they do things differently with this song than they usually do, which I've said a lot lately. Um, like that echoey bass start. That there's no other songs that mm-hmm. start like that really. Um, and then it jump, goes from the echoey bass into an electronic drum line. And I think this is the reason that they really like to start their shows off with this. Because they could, like, it goes on for 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. And the guys could just walk onto stage with this music. They would. In fact, if you look at the live v- videos, the, the music would play. And they would have, like, black stage for, like, 10 seconds before the guys would even start walking out. Mm-hmm. And then... You'd see Tyler sit down, and he'd still got another ten seconds before he'd actually start playing the drums, even though the bass line and the electronic drums are going. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else walks out. And I'm like, okay, so you you just have that filtered. <laughs> oh, okay, you're not even trying to hide it now. <laughs> and everyone else it's walks out. Love. It's definitely that. a song that sounds different than most of the other songs that they have. Oh, I'd yeah. even say on this album in particular, it sounds. There's maybe other only other one other song that sounds like this sort of new wavy, like you said, electronic feel. The rest of it seems pretty acoustic based in terms of the lead instrument. Um, I remember talking about that, Nick, with Grinning Streak, that like, you know, the other songs on this are like your odds are you're going to walk like there's always maybe a bit of a drum machine, but it's there's not much electric guitar leading it like there is in this one. So it makes it feel kind of special. Agreed, Nick. <laughs> Thank Agreed. you so much. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> nice, li- nice little mic drop there, JD. <laughs> <laughs> I have to encourage that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, so, so we don't have Aaron. Jeff, do you want to give the breakdown this week? You know, I don't know the breakdown to this one. I did not look this one up, oh. so I, I don't know. I'm sorry. All right, I I did, so I'll I'll take it. Okay. Um, since we don't have Aaron, I had to go to Ultimate Guitar. And uh, I looked on actually three different websites, um, and they all they all agreed with each other. So I'm guessing that the ultimate guitar is actually correct on this one. It's written in the key of G. Um, I don't know how many beats per minute, um, and it go it's got a number of different chords in it. Uh, and it's got yeah. G to E minor seventh. Oh no, wait. Yeah, yeah. E, G to E minor seventh to A to G, to A, to F. Um, don't ask me what those are in relation to each other, one to four, and I, I'm, I don't know. Um, and then it goes to the chorus. It goes G to C add nine, to D to C add nine, to G to C add nine. I think they like the C add nine in there. That's a pretty yeah, cool it is. That, I love yeah. that chord, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Um, and then they bounce mm-hmm. around during the bridge. They they do the C add nine D F and G, and they keep repeating that pattern for the rest of the the bridge. So they're very repetitive with the chords that they're using in this. Um, not doesn't say it's bad. It's just they decide like like this is that feel that we want for this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even within Ed's guitar playing, it's almost like every bar he strums it once. And then it rings out and then he does it again and it rings out. Um, so not only are like the chords repetitive and, and again, not in a bad way, but his guitar playing, I mean, this is probably the easiest song probably to warm up the shows. Like he's nervous. So he just gets to come out strum once every bar and gets him warmed up for the show. And then he can go into his normal stuff. He feels better. Just go yeah. I mean, 
it's pretty basic chord in yeah. stage fright what's that yeah. just permanent just get over the permanent stage yeah fright he's 20 he some years later he's like i can't do this guys like every show <laughs> oh i don't know if i can go up there tonight people <laughs> like son of a bitch head like all right we'll start with something easy <laughs> <laughs> but poor kevin's no. not starting yet. no Holy moly. no I mean, he is with the start of the song, but by the end, like he is just oh, like, right after, right after the out. bridge, right he after the bridge. It. My God, he is in it. <laughs> Holy crap! That has got to be my favorite part of this song when Kevin just has that little oh. that little run up the piano and then just jams, dissonant, some mm-hmm. dissonant things going on in there, mm-hmm. right up to the end of the song. It's gorgeous. I yeah. love it. Well, and there's a video online where they took a number of different uh, pieces from that tour. And and splice them all together, so you actually get one really good video of of this live. And watch, I the one part I was upset about was that you only get about ten seconds of Kevin doing the keyboards on that part. And I'm like, I want to see. No, oh, show yeah. me Kevin during this whole entire period. Yeah, <laughs> and it, <clears throat> don't show me Ed singing. I want keys. <laughs> you know, and I, my biggest criticism of the song is that it feels it can feel like it's dragging a bit because it's mid tempo. The guitars are very, you know, spare, sparse every once in a while, every bar. But when those keys come in at the end, it almost feels like the entire not structure of the song, but like flow of the song changes because it adds like a constant mm-hmm. through line to it. And it really just like. I don't dislike the song, but it, it sometimes, depending on the day, it's like, all right, I can get through this. And then when Kevin hits, I'm like, I'm in. And I'm super paying attention more than I had been the two, three minutes leading up to it. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love the intro. Like you said, I, I th- it's a great opener to the album. I love the kind of opening lines, and that feels like it drags. And then that last minute or two is just phenomenal with, that, with, mm-hmm. with those keys. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. <laughs> I think... <so. laughs> I'd love to look at the transcript of this at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can provide that. At least my part. Is, it's like is, a whole three lines. <laughs> is the cover photo of your podcast literally just JD carrying Nick on his back? <laughs> oh, no. no, it's me. It's, it's me and Nick standing on either side of Ty. And we've had people say, who's the guy in the middle? And we're like that. He's actually one of the guys. <laughs> That's harsh. I'm kidding, Nick, by the way. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to our podcast, it's pretty much the same thing. They'll just talk for a while. And go, yep, uh, that sounds about right. And like every time we record. Well, until, until JD's like, I'm not sure on this song, you know, I'm all, Nick's like, no, yeah. I'm all in. I like this song. <laughs> Nick is the uplifting one. Uh, I am the one who is mostly uplifting, but boy, when I don't like something, I don't like it. So... <laughs> <laughs> Nick saves the day. Oh, just wait till Coldplay. Do you not? You're going to have another thing coming. <laughs> Shocks every song. <laughs> I know one person that's been so silent tonight, and I want to hear more from him. Stephanie, what are muted. your thoughts on the music? It's muted. <laughs> He's no. been talking a lot. <laughs> uh, it's different. It's different than what I'm accustomed to from BNL. Yeah, as you know, I'm a purist. Uh, I like the Gordon uh, sound, and I like music that's along those lines. Um, uh, I'm glad that they're a band that they're able to branch out, do different styles of music. Um, I, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I, I think it's a, a good rock out, rock song, um, and it being the first time I've ever heard this, um, I thought, yeah, I can see how it would open up a, sh- a show how it's got a slow kind of intro and then it kind of builds in and it's fairly consistent all the way through, I think um, as far as the pace and the sound and it's fairly consistent all the way. And I can see how that would be used as a good base to, to jump off of. And I get it. So some, some concerts you you just like get right in. It's like, ah, it's just crazy. And um, I get it. But this is this is good for a band who's like, ah, we've been to how many concerts? <laughs> Let's start off with something that we can, you know, have a few beers and then get out on stage. And, and then, you know, see if we can get in the mood of rocking. Let's do it. So I can see that. It makes me wonder. I'm trying to find out now that you say that um, what they would go into after this. 
because that's a that's a good point. Like this is a good opener, and then it's kind of like, all right, where do they take it from here? Do they switch gears? What you say? <laughs> <laughs> now that we covered that yeah, base, next. let's get to the slotting jail. <laughs> Here's a song we haven't even. <laughs> oh no, that was the other album. That was all on the top. That was, yeah. That was <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Is what they followed it up with. When Shut they up, Nick. Um, it looks like they followed it up with. Uh, Did I say that out loud? So limits. Then did I say that? Oh, out interesting. Loud. Yeah. Yeah, I figured I'd fill you in. Oh, sorry. Now I we mean, know agreed. why Nick doesn't say anything. Every time he says something, it's like shut it. <laughs> limits. Did I say that out loud? Pinch me. Gonna walk. Yeah. Yeah, that's solid. And then Great Provider that one night. That was a weird one. Pulled out Great Provider. Like, oh, shit. This is cool. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Missed those shows. Uh, so there the rest of the show is just going to be us listening to JD ramble. Limits. This out loud. Pinch me. Blame it on me. That was a good one. I like that one. Keeping it real. Yeah, that was something. Oh, Boothby. That was Boothby show. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> You guys keep going. I'll just do that. We're, we're, we're gonna That's walk. That's the bass track. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be the background line behind everything running. Listen to the song. Valentine. That's a that's an interesting song that they cover in, in the show. Did I leave the? There, did there I is the a iron trouble iron with Tracy with this song. Is there a trouble? Okay. The music. What is the trouble with Tracy? I don't particularly like this song for the start of the album for a couple different reasons. One. I, I feel I understand what they're going for with this as the beginning of the so- the beginning of the album for the the long intro, but I don't like that. I don't like the long intro and I don't like the long outro that's in this song. I love Kevin's part, but once Kevin's gone, I'm like, okay, and I want to switch it now. Um, <laughs> and I, like, if I could cut down the intro to each piece as their each piece is coming in. I feel like they do like eight bars. I'd like to take each part and just whittle it down to two bars. Like. Today is not the day. Just. Have them come in a lot quicker with each of the pieces. I just feel like it takes too long. It takes 40 seconds for the song to get going before Kevin and, and Ed actually come into the song. And the last minute and a half is all instrumental. The last 30 seconds of it is no Kevin. Like, I'm like, I just, I don't like that part. Um, and I also don't like it being an intro to this album because as we mentioned before, it is the outlier of the album in terms of it. None of the other songs on this album feel this way. And if this is your intro to this album, it should be kind of like, this is what we're going to feel like for this album. And it's not like that's it's, it, it's more of a mid album type song in that, like, here's something else, something different that we're doing. Kind of like, like- the, you know, if you think of all their other yeah. albums, like their their openers kind of like give you the taste of what they're gonna be doing yeah. for the rest of that album. This doesn't do it doesn't that. set the the set the tone for the entire thing. So it, no. it sets it on kind of like a, a weird footing. Yeah, I mean you're it, it's very electronic, and so you're feeling like, okay, this is gonna be the electronic album. They're going down a different path. Oh, no, they're mm-hmm. they're not. Okay. Um Interesting. Okay. Well, and then you finish the listen through, and you go back, and you go, "Why did that lead it off?" Like it, like then you, then you really because like <laughs> now you've got the full context. You're like, "Yeah, that doesn't, it doesn't fit." So, are you saying that you would like it more? A, if it were shorter. B, if it were pl- tracked differently, like in the track list. Okay. Yeah. I would take yeah. D, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> what is D? But you know, I love you like a brother, Tracy. But you're wrong. <laughs> okay, tell me why. So, okay, here's my question though: Why would we rank a song based on its placement on an album? Shouldn't a song be ranked for the song? Oh, it is. Okay, I mean, I, 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 I guess that's one thing I would say. Now, first of all, I, I like this song as an opener. I get what me everyone's too. saying. Uh, you, you should be. Um, I, I totally get that. By the way, an album should be a, con- a work, a concept work. So it should have some sense of cohesiveness which bnl um, have never that, had i am very a very right. big believer which in that ne- which they which they've never wait they've never yeah. had that um like 
Uh, little although, little, like, little they, tiny song on maybe you should drive, for example. The, well, the, but that's the, the thing. The it's like that's album. in the middle of the You're album. Saying that like, would be a better opener than limits. Different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there's no cohesiveness to their album. So there's. I mean, you could you could make that case too. I I would disagree. I, I would say Maroon and Stunt have a very particular feel. Like you, like Aaron can sure. typically guess which which albums these songs are off. By yeah, the but feel I, of the I would. Song. But that is two it's, out of what. 12 30 yeah no this is well and i'd also say that like content wise not that every album needs to be a concept album but they very rarely have albums that are like yeah this album is about this in general like these are the themes of this album in general right i i would totally agree with that like there's only one album that they even intentionally went out to do that and even then i would say they failed miserably with having a content content type in a a context for that album um yeah Actually, well, okay, well, they, yeah, yeah. Um, but Maroon, Maroon was Lamb? supposed mm-hmm. to be that, but I would, I would argue that Maroon definitely is not a no, concept no. album. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the the but, guy from Conventioneers is the guy in Off the Hook. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see that chart. So anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. You totally did. Go That's ahead, right. Jeff. No, I was gonna say, but I mean. Um, I, I, I kind of feel like, too, like, if this was one song I listened to, one B&L song, I wouldn't even be thinking about that. Like, I absolutely love this song. This is probably one of my favorite, if not my, it might even be my favorite post-Steve B&L song, honestly. At least at this oh. point. I absolutely love this song. Um, and I love, um, and maybe it's because I really do love that, uh, I'm a huge uh, New Wave uh, synth-pop fan. I love the 80s New mm-hmm. Wave thing. And um, that that build at the beginning, I, I like music like that. I like that long 40-second intro. And just, oh, when, when's, when's the voc- when are the vocals going to kick in? When are we going to get the lyrics? Um, so I, I do like that. And to me, I, I don't mind if an album opens like that. Like, I'm a, big, uh, I'm a big Dream Theater fan, for example. And they'll start their albums with, like, long instrumental kind of things. Um, so so I, 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 I have to disagree with that, though. I think this is a good album opener song. I feel like I agree with you, Jeff. I like it as the opener. I think if if they did this a lot, I would probably be more inclined to agree. Be like, all right, yeah, let's let's mm-hmm. pick it up a little bit. But you think like if you go to a lot as of the one off, like, yeah, yeah, like you go to a lot of shows, like um, whether whether it's an opera, whether it's a musical, whether it's but but any kind of show with music, there is that long instrumental kind of buildup. That's like that anticipate anticipatory buildup that you get. I, I, I like that in an album too. Like, you know, that's kinda that's kinda fun. I think it's unique and I you know yeah. I, I like that feel. I also think it does blend pretty well into boomerang. Yeah, I think it does in terms of the way they literally outro the song into because the intro of boomerang yeah. has like some kind of ambient stuff going on. I don't know if if the songs it could be cut a little short, but I like it. Oh, I don't, but I don't think the songs sound alike. I think they just smooth, like the transition is smooth into right. that. So I like yeah. that part of it. Um, it's also weird. Like this is the same album with Crawl, which I remember talking about has another very long outro. Like, which is again mm-hmm. something they don't normally do. They end the song, the, the whole album, very slowly as well, and that goes on. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's almost like three or four minutes without lyrics or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. the second half of the song is all instrumental. So the album that's named Grinning Streak has a long intro and a long. They ending. want you to grin for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, if if I remember right on that episode, I think I complained about you the did. intro for Crawl, yeah. but I, I like it. I like Some it. Some very strong words. Did yeah. I? <laughs> I can't repeat them, but you were oh. okay. The rate no. the rating spiked on that episode. Yeah, yeah it was infamous <laughs> Nick's rant. There had to be an there had to be an NSW an NSW on that one. <laughs> yeah, we had the explicit label <laughs> from iTunes. But just in the last well, five minutes, yeah. it just pops up as an alert on your phone. Well, speaking of strong words, should we get to the lyrics of this? Song? I was just going to say, you know, I've been reading over the lyrics, and I I can't put my finger on what the song is really about. So I don't know if thank you, I don't Stephen. know if you guys can help me out with that. <laughs> but then again, I was never good with English. We're gonna turn to well, our lyrical songs in French. On this. Oh, God. <laughs> Even the people on songmeanings.com yeah. didn't. Know there were no the comments was. on song song meanings. Yeah. <laughs> There's very few on Genius as well. <laughs> By the way, I just want to I, I just want to share. 
when Flip came out on Monday, like this is the week that they had their new single. Oh boy. Uh, Nick was the one to put the lyrics on Genius for the new BNL single. Like he emailed them to me, and then he goes, "All right, I made the account," and they were up on for like two hours. So talk about. I was excited. Okay. <laughs> Well, I was I was gonna ask you later on, but like oh. guys, like the album the album was introduced this week, flip was dropped, and like what are you guys gonna do now? You get you're yeah. supposed to be starting this new We're, we'll new go back adventure to it. There's like, no way we won't go back. We <laughs> we did like a little mini episode for Flip. We took a page out of your guys' book and did an episode on a song, and then um, see you, Jeff. Have a good one. It's much shorter. Though. Um, and then yeah, yeah, it was shorter. And then so as it comes out, we're, we'll just have to do a mix. I mean, we get to do a mix, right? So we'll do some Coldplay. New single comes out. Yeah, we'll go back and forth. Which is funny though, because they're also supposed to have a new album come out this summer. So it's going to be a mess. It's going to be oh, it's going to be a tricky <laughs> a tricky duck. But I had people when we were teasing it on Reddit and the Coldplay subreddit, we had people saying, "Oh man, I love Bare Naked Ladies. I should go back and listen to that before you guys do Coldplay." So we're hoping. Speaking of crossing streams, we're hoping that we can cross some streams. In terms no, of no, don't cross okay. the well, streams. Agree to disagree. Wow. <laughs> we're going to try to cross late. the stream. <laughs> yeah, we'll go back into it though. I mean, we're we're. Gonna, it's all been done. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that quote in there. <laughs> you set it up. Oh, yeah, again, low-hanging fruit. Throw the pitch. Yeah. You're hitting it out. <laughs> That's why we're here. So, okay, does anyone know what this song is about? Because I agree with Stefan. I have no clue what this song is trying. Like, even with the first words of the song, today... It's not the day to get it done or not to get it done. Well, it, it's going to be one or yeah, the other, I, doesn't I, it? I looked at but, some of the wait. little interpretations on Genius. Like people had a couple of quotes. And one of the theories that was kind of coming out is like someone dealing. I mean, you could. I, I'm putting a lot more into this. Someone dealing with depression or kind of somewhere middling. And Ed or the narrator sort of taking them and saying, all right, let's make this happen. Like, let's get you out of this funk. And the whole... I exceed the posted limits thing is like, okay, well, I'm going to, we're going to go there fast, I Whoever guess. Yeah. We're going to like do what we have to do. Um, Cause it's a long haul and I'm in this, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here for you for the long haul. That's kind of like, it's not necessarily going to be easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. So I can kind of see that interpretation, but I also agree that, you know, if I go with that and then I get to the second verse, the, did you hear, was there a cheer? Did it still make a sound though? I was not around. That's when I go, well, that feels like it falls apart a little bit. <laughs> I don't fully know. <laughs> I think it was the uh, question of if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Yeah, that's what I Yeah, but well, how does, but I, I think my, I totally agree. Relate? Yeah. But my question is then how does that relate to that theme? If that is the theme yeah. of like trying to help somebody because i agree that's that's what i get from that but it just seems like sometimes it feels like a lot of lines just sort of thrown together yeah I, yeah i don't know they say the song and this is-, is one of those songs where i think ed's trying to say something but i don't know <laughs> what it is he's trying to get to and the th- you know I think if he told us, like, this is what this song is about, I'd be like, oh, that. yeah, that's kind of a clever way of saying well, that. And Nick and I always talked about with the Spotify, like, commentaries that they do, they never really say much in them. Like, they're always like, no, this no. was a fun song. I loved recording this. And then the next one is like, oh, I remember Kevin in the studio for this. Like, there's never like, oh, yeah, this song was about blah, blah, blah. I wrote this because of blah. Like, there's not. It's all anecdotes about them recording. Yeah, there's it, not a lot of. Which is fun. Yeah, which right. is fun. But it's not much analysis. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> kind of generic. This is one where I would actually like to know what they what he was trying yeah. to tell us. Yeah. So it has something. I, th- to- I think it's Art- about Leonard Cohen. <laughs> the line everybody, everybody knows everybody it's about. Every, every, yeah. Everybody, it's, yeah. Everybody knows it's Leonard Cohen. This is his ode. The song was almost called "Ode to Leonard Cohen." <laughs> I can tell that from that one line. <laughs> I do really like the bit before that. <laughs> what part before that was the the you do your best to deal with everything life throws but diving in blind head first is a great way to break your nose i like that line i i i like that line i really love that line however that's kind of the opposite of what bnl actually did with their career though isn't it (laughs) like they literally jumped in head first and 
like created their own demos out of their basement and like yeah and they all broke their noses do you not remember that mm-hmm. that tour that they came out <laughs> bloodied with with the crap they all sounded funny because they had the play <laughs> the really nasally tour oh no that 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 was gore i believe but uh <laughs> no i actually think the bridge is different um the way i interpret the song and and i apologize because i had a couple things happen there so if i'm repeating anything anyone said i apologize um i i kind of take this song as like a motivational thing like that feel when you're uh kind of torn between uh accomplishing something and not accomplishing something you know today's the day to get it done or not to get it done um i heard you say that maybe it's okay but everything is great those those stark contrasts there uh and those two couplets um, but I kind of feel it's that person that's, uh, you know, sitting in their chair, um, whether it's a, you know, like a musician, an artist, or someone who wants to change their life, they're sitting in their chair and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to make this change. I'm going to do it. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like that has a little bit of it, uh, there, the motivational thing. I like the idea of, and once in a while I'll see the posted limits. I'm going so fast. I'm going to do this so fast. I'm not going to see the limit signs. Maybe occasionally I'll see it. I'm going 65. You know, I need to slow down. Um, we talked a lot about how B&L Bridge. I know you want to say something, Tracy, but I'm on a roll. No, um, go ahead. <laughs> we've talked a lot about how um, a B&L Bridge does tend to be someone else's thoughts, and that's uh, typical in the Steve Ed songs more than anything. But I feel like the bridge is kind of that inner voice saying, hey, slow down. you got to slow down. Um, but then the <clears> chorus <throat> comes back in. No, go head first. Do the thing. Do that thing that you need to do. Um, that That's how I interpret it. I, I get a little bit of an inspirational message like, you know, making that break between am I going to sit here and and um, just chill and, and relax, or am I going to go out and do that thing? But he starts off the song saying, today is not the day to get it done or not double to get negative. it done. Right. Yeah, it is double negative. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, I and I, I actually I really like that interpretation, but then it's the... Yeah, me too. I heard you say that maybe it's okay if everything looks gray. Like, almost makes me think that he's kind of, like, comfortable in that and that middling, you know, like not committing or committing. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. So you guys have the lyrics like in front of you. Does anyone actually own this album and have the actual printed if lyrics? Anyone does. You do. I don't. This is the only, <laughs> as I mentioned before, this is the only I album I don't own. I do, I but mine's boxed up because we're trying to move. So it might have to be on Nick to give me, try, give me a second. Trying to move. Yeah, because I want to know what they're in this everywhere. We just can't. We're boxed up and ready to go. Just let no, us know. It was one of those like we've been. You know, you know how the real estate market is right now. So we've been kind of like we yeah. were we're ready to pull the trigger at any point. But there was some stuff that were yeah. there were like, what can we box up now that we don't? And I'm like right. my CDs. So we have like you know one room of boxes. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Anyone remember where we put the can of beans? Oh yeah. It's over that uh, box marked things we need to eat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, why is the fridge empty? I'm like, we gotta pack some things. I I knew someone Whereas would have Nick, this yeah. here. Right. What am I looking this for? Is on my list Please of look things up the that lyrics for. Um, did I say that out loud? And then just read like the third verse. <laughs> okay, so it starts. Booms, boom, dooms. Wrote that uh, out. I think I what know. he's trying to say. <laughs> So is it and yeah. everything today I heard you say maybe it's okay that everything looks gray? Yeah. Today okay, I heard you say not that what maybe they have it's okay online. if everything looks gray. Okay, I like that lyric. It, it's not what's online, but I like that. Okay. <laughs> I want to know during the chorus what is the last line because no one online agrees about what this last line is. So is it not and once in a while I'd see the posted limits? I exceed. I exceed, yeah. I exceed Once in a while, I exceed the posted limits. Once in a while, limits. I exceed the posted limits. Once in a That's while, everyone, I exceed like, the so, posted limits. Yes. Yeah. You no, I, once in a while, I exceed the posted limits. I exceed the posted limits. But see, he, he, we can't, uh, like, you can't, unless you have the lyrics in front of you, like, so many people have this wrong. I've seen three different ways that people put this online. I'm like, but wait, it can't be all of them. What, which one is the right one? It looks right on Genius to me. Okay, Genius has it right. Lyrics does not have it correct anywhere close. So Lyrics. this is com. like the B&L version of Billy Joel's I Go to Extremes. That sounds like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I will say that UltimateGuitar.com did, ha- did have the lyrics correct, even though I was like, I did not yeah. expect them
mm-hmm. thing. So yeah, it's not it's not like the go to well, for lyrics. Yeah, for right. sure. Well, or, the weird course, thing but... was like in the interviews <laughs> that they would do, or in the in, in the album analysis uh, that they would there was people would be like, "Well, I don't know if they exceeded the posted limits on this one." I'm like, "Wait, okay, that's what I thought the line uh-huh. was, but it, but wait, it, it says this other thing online." No. <laughs> well, now we know. So I, I get what he's trying to say there. Like, once in a while, I exceed the posted limits. I like that even more, actually. I, I like that line. Yeah. But I still what's don't the, know what I'm it sorry, means. what's the alternative? <laughs> That's what I've kind of assumed it was. What was the alternative line? Once in a while, I'd see I dis- the posted limits. Okay. 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 Yeah, I agree. I think I, I, I exceed is better. Oh, yeah. Turns out Ed, Ed knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the follow up to that, the holding on, how it goes all auto tune on the harms and everything with the holding yeah. on, holding on. Uh, another little moment in this song that I actually I, I really do like. That's very ELO, mm-hmm. is what yeah, I wrote it is, down. Yeah, yeah, and and I do like that. I'm I'm a big ELO mm-hmm. fan, so I did like that piece. So the the one that I struggled with too i mean beside the leonard cohen part aside is that everybody says everybody knows but knowing won't amount to much when pushing comes to blows so like is something about to go down like I, that that one's confused me as well i'm not quite sure what to make of the end of the bridge i mean i know he's trying to make a play on words but i don't right. get what he's saying at all <laughs> i mean yeah that, that, i completely agree i can i see he's being clever but to what end <laughs> I mean, there's there is a I guess a contrast there. Like everyone agrees that everyone knows, so there's that uh, kind of uniformity. Uh, everyone's in agreement, but knowing won't amount of much when pushing comes to blows. So there is some sort of disagreement that comes with it. Like everyone agrees, but then we don't agree. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. <laughs> like maybe uh, I, I mean we may- agree until we agree until we don't. Or could you know? But and then I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> Maybe it's like knowing won't come to much when pushing comes to blows. Like when action is needed, just knowing something isn't enough. Like you have to be able to act on it too. Or that just block. Yeah, or just block. Yeah, just get it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Huh. Huh. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I I like that. But knowledge isn't isn't it all. Like action is sometimes required. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. You guys are mentioning a Leonard Cohen reference. Everybody, knows. I'm not catching that. Yeah, everybody knows. Everybody knows is is a is a is a, a pretty big Leonard Cohen song. <laughs> okay, everybody knows. I know that Hallelujah is one of the most famous. And was this around the time that Leonard Cohen died? This song? No, he would have died a couple a few <clears throat> years no, this, after this. Yeah, I was gonna say this is. Oh, this okay. he died 2017. That, yeah. When did he? Die? Yeah, I believe that is correct. 2017 or 2018? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's another classic, just genius interpretation. Those always make me oh, laugh. Oh, he died in 2016. Everyone says everyone knows, and then it's just like, for example, Lennon Coward <laughs> says everybody knows. <laughs> oh, so much insight. He died 2016. 2016, yeah. Yeah. Shows how much we know. <laughs> everyone doesn't know that. I'm a, I'm a huge I'm a huge Cohen fan. You think I would have remembered that? But it's you're trying to block it out. Yeah, you're right. I wanted him to live forever. That was me with John Prine last year. And then the anniversary yeah. came up this year. I was like, ah, shit, not again. Mm-hmm. Not this again. <laughs> I don't want to exceed our limits on, on the length of this podcast, so we should probably get over to rankings unless anyone else has anything else to add to this to enlighten us what this song's about. <laughs> no. <laughs> Agreed. That pause is staying in yeah. there. <laughs> a lot of ruminations going on in that pause. It was a very meaningful pause. They couldn't see your your facial expressions switch five different emotional types in that in that short period of time. I'll do this. So there you go. <laughs> no, you can't see me at all. <laughs> that was a wonderful podcasting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> Well, Jeff, what do we have for our rankings tonight? I think we're going to do it on zero to five cold plays. 
Well, I don't want to give anything less than five out of five cold plays. So that puts me. Boy, well, you gave the last song... thing over to Gallagher. So that's the big issue. That's true. This song means so much that we're going to actually reference another band <laughs> because that's how much meaning there's to this song. Hey, there's no limits. There are no. There are no limits. We go where we want. So yeah, let's do. Uh, yeah, we'll do zero to five cold plays. Kind of promote a little promotion there for our boys. Um, oh, let's see who are we going to go with first. Let's go with Nick tonight. All right. Um, I I really enjoy this song. I agree with you, Jeff, that it's a good al- opener um, for both the album and the tour. This always brings. I think that was my maybe my favorite show of all time is that tour with. Ben Folds and Guster, and this always brings me back there. Um, so I, I love it. So I'm going to go with 4.1 Cold Place. Nice. Okay. Uh, JD, this is, I, this is the tour that Nick and I shared a bed and breakfast together, and we had all the rooms were themed, and I think we had the doll room, and it was yep. it was it was a very straight out room. of a sitcom. Yeah, it really was straight out of like The Office or something. Um, Good night, Annabelle. So for, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some weird things happened that night, but whatever. Um, yeah. I I feel like I... We don't have to get into that on <laughs> That's Yeah, that's the after hours talk. Um, I feel like I want to like this song more than I than I do. Like, I, I will myself to try to like it more. I love the intro and the outro. Kev's Keys is like one of the highlights of the album. Um, I love the tone. I just feel like it drags sometimes, and I don't find myself going to it as much as I do. So I'm going to give it uh, three and a half cold plays out of five cold plays. Okay. Uh, Stefan. Well, I don't like the song. Uh, <laughs> I'll just cut to the chase here. <laughs> I, I think um, I, I'm not that big of a fan of electronic stuff. Uh, I do like electronic stuff. But does it sound like Funkadelic? I, I, no, not at all. Not to me. Um, it leaves a weird taste in my mouth. Uh, so... You're not supposed to eat the album. Yeah, uh, that's, well, that's plastic. That's, that's probably why, guys. You know? <laughs> like, usually I smoke albums, but I mean, in this case, I tried eating it. <laughs> Every once in a while, I take a bite. Yeah. You're also not supposed to do that. Oh. <laughs> Man, I keep on striking out. Unbelievable. But, uh, try playing them. That would explain why I have to buy you so many albums now. <laughs> I was going to say, he listens to an album once. <laughs> you know, you might enjoy the song more if you listen to it. That's true. That's true. I might. Uh, well, this was the first day I've ever heard this album. I just listened to it before the podcast. Um, and uh, would I put it on my playlist? I'm not sure if I would. I think it's an average song for me. I, I don't. It leaves a weird feeling. Um, I can't understand the lyrics. Why hold on to an armrest when the lyrics don't make sense? I, You're going fast. I just don't get it. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to rank this um, a 2.5. I'd say it's average. Uh, cold plays. Because I'm wow. not really. Nothing this is me. turning out to be the midsummer of bare naked lady songs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't start out a concert with this either. I, I can see why they would, but wow. I wouldn't do that. People are jazzed to hear bare naked ladies. <laughs> you know, you just don't want to play something that's like meh. <laughs> All right. I think you know, but I think the point of contention is: is it meh? Because <laughs> I feel like Jeff's going to give it close to a five. Uh, yeah, Jeff. <laughs> Um, well, not, not, not quite that high. Um, but, uh, I, I really like this song. Um, it's got a, it's got a vibe that I, I, I'm really into. I love the opening. I love the synth vibe to it. I love electronic music. Um, I mean, it's not the only music I love, but, um, um, but I do, I do love the vibe of this song. Uh, Kevin's, uh, uh, playing is phenomenal. Um, that entire riff up till the end when the, the fuzzy basses really start to kick in, um, I like the outro. I like it. I like it. I like a slow burn start and a slow burn end. I mean, that's that's pretty cool to me. Um, do I completely understand the lyrics? No. Do I like the the hooks enough in there? Uh, some of the rhyme schemes. The second verse pretty much has an entire ear uh, rhyme scheme, which I, I I think is catchy. I think the chorus is, is is catchy. There's not a lot of times where I'll rank a song high if I don't lyrically connect with it because um, I'm a big lyrics guy, but. This is an exception. I would put this on my playlist. I would drive to this. I would jam to it. I could see 
going to a concert if this is the opening song i'm juiced i mean i i uh i love it i gotta go i gotta go fairly high on this is it like my favorite bnl song no do i prefer a lot of the steve songs absolutely um but i'm gonna give this one a 4.4 cold place tracy see i i wish i agreed with everything you, like i i up here i agree with everything you just said but like here i just I, can't bring it back like i want to feel exactly how you feel but music, about it but music's like that i mean if it there, it's gotta yeah. hit you yeah. in a lot of places you know yeah you could be like this is a well-written song but i hate it you can be like i love the song but i know it's not a great song i think that's just what's fun yeah. about music is it just hits everyone differently you know yeah well that's the thing it's like i I think that this is a well-done song. I think everyone's doing what they're trying to do on this song. Um, but it is not the song for me. I, I It's too electronic for me. Um, I, I do like some 80s new wave, but it, there's something about this that doesn't hit me as even close to 80s new wave. Um, I just don't enjoy it. Um, matter of fact, one of the things is like if I if a, I feel like if a person can play it by having a looper and just doing a couple notes and then looping it and then bringing in the next instrument and looping it and and then sing to it, I I don't enjoy that song. Um, Kevin's playing in the at the end of this is phenomenal, um, and and I absolutely love Kevin in this song. If if Kevin was throughout this song, it would be a very different score um matter of fact if this song were played acoustic i might like it differently than than i do now that'd be interesting that being said like it'd be a different song to do that um and so i don't i don't think that would that's asking them to do the right thing and that they're they're trying for something here they either succeed if you like it or they don't and i just don't um, you know, it is an earworm. It got stuck in my head all week, but for me, it's more like the SETI Alpha Eel of, of Wrath of Khan that it's in there and it's not a pleasant experience at all. I got to give this a 2.1. Ooh. There's not very many you... times where Tracy scores lower than I do. Wow. <laughs> you are so not getting my other there. ticket to the Cure Pet Shop Boys concert. I will say so. When, hey Jeff, when I actually went to this concert and they opened with this song, it was a it was a down note for me for an opener. Like I I remember hearing them open with this and I'm like, oh, well, it's a good time to go to the bathroom, yeah. um, <laughs> which is not what I should wow. feel like starting a concert. I agree with you, but, Tracy. If I if this was my uh, first BNL song that I ever heard, I wouldn't have any interest in following the band. I weirdly don't. I don't know if I'd say I disagree with that. Like I, 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 I see where you're coming from, but I also think it goes back. Hold on, Jeff. I also think it goes back to like it's not representative of, of their discography or even this album. I think there's a world where I would really like this band if this was the intro to it, but I would not expect everything that comes after it. Right. But I still like it for that. I just I, I agree that it is not representative of Bare Naked Ladies as a whole. I agree. Yeah. But just like we're talking about, you know, the emotional aspect of music, I think that's why I like yeah. the song more is because I do love BNL. Would I be a BNL? I mean, would I listen to more BNL if this is the first I heard? I probably would check them out. I probably would still say, what else mm-hmm. have these guys got? Um, it's mm-hmm. not like, because um, I think I around I started around Maroon, which arguably are, you know, top-notch BNL songs. And definitely I was like, this band's amazing. I'm going to listen to more. Um, because I know how amazing BNL are, and they also did this. I think that helps my enjoyment of it, because I know all those oh, other songs yeah. are still out there too. And this is another, to me, a solid song done in a completely different style. Yeah, I mean, this isn't the well, first and, song and, I knew. I had because, but this is the first album that came out like once I became a fan. This is my first new album, and so I obviously had all the other stuff that I started with, but lead track off the first new album as a fan. That does a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and we've talked before on on our show about how like sometimes b- bands that you love try something new, and you wouldn't normally like that if it were another band. Like you're like, I don't love that style of music, but I love it because it's them doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I I vibe hard with that mm-hmm. that mindset of like, yeah, I wouldn't normally listen to 
um you know like even listening to steve solo stuff there's some stuff where he gets almost kind of like salsa-y mm-hmm. and it's like i wouldn't normally go listen to salsa but because it's steve doing it i love it sort of a thing so i think that plays into it a lot yeah. too where hey i might not normally listen to us but i love bnl so i'm and i love what they so do i'm in for it yeah yeah i think about that like a lot a lot too because uh queen is one of my favorite bands of all time and um they mm-hmm. when disco was getting popular they, they put out hot space and did something completely different mm-hmm. is that a great album no it's probably one of their worst albums but i still <laughs> think you like am i still gonna occasionally put it on and play it because it's queen and they tried something different i mean i, I guess i got a little got that little respect going yeah. in there too for that you know like prob- yeah and also like trying something you know right. and it's emotional like you said you like there are songs that i love that are I don't want to say objectively bad songs, but as close to objectively bad as they can get. But you love them because it's that band, and and they mean something to you. And and I you know I think it's very proje- uh, very subjective. And like for some people, like standing behind the plate, they'd be like that was that was a strike. Some people would be like that's a ball. For me, it's a ball. Like it, it was a miss. Um, not not even close. Um. And I, and I think that I get what they were trying to do. It just didn't work for me. You know what else didn't work yeah. for me? They canceled the last summer on Earth tour this summer. I'm I'm very. They didn't cancel yep. it. They they have postponed it for another year. Yep. They made the official announcement. I yep. am devastated because last year I bought tickets to meet them backstage. Oh. You know, that was my Christmas present. And I was like, so hyped for it. And then everything yeah. fell apart and I didn't get it last year. And I was like, okay, this year I've got my vaccinations. I'm good to <laughs> go. Like I will wear a mask the whole damn time and be happy about it. No, it's put off for another year. And I'm, even though I know it's still going to happen and we're still going to get toad, yeah. we're still going to get gin blossoms. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, but I am happy mm-hmm. that we are getting the new album. Yes. Yeah, it's a nice kind of middle ground where it's like, it's a huge bummer the tour is postponed, but they're not also postponing the album, mm-hmm. which I feel like they did. Well, they did. They even kind of said that in some interviews. They were going to release the album last year and the tour, and they postponed both. And I'm like, it would really suck if they postponed both again. Yeah. Um, that would be a big bummer. Yeah. Um, I was texting Nick, though. I, I bought tickets. for So Nick and myself and my wife have tickets to go, the three of us. And I bought tickets before we were pregnant, and we're gonna have eighteen-month-old twins by the time we go see BNL for the same show, for like the same, it's the show. same tickets from like two years ago. At this mm-hmm. point, it'll be a whole different life. But I, yeah, it's a bummer. But like I said, it's, it's nice knowing that it's still happening. Um, it's just another what April, May, June, July, fifteen months away. So yeah. you'll forget that it's coming up until June. <sighs> But we get, it, it's what we got to do. It's what we got to do to be safe. Yeah. And, right. you know, we'll do that mm-hmm. and we'll get through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll, and, you know, I I am because I'm a big sucker. I think you were talking about this, Jeff, with, with limits, that anticipatory period before a show starts when the lights go down, whatever yeah. intro. That is one of my mm-hmm. favorite moments in life. Um, oh, yeah. And I've, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. Just the first show that we all not collectively that'd be kind of fun though um the first show that we go to post lockdown is going to feel so special yeah because it will have been so long since that has happened so it sh- it will be worth so make it a good oh. one that, that's going to be that taylor swift concert we all go to right yeah <laughs> <laughs> taylor, well, no, like jeff, taylor swift yeah. in a heartbeat jeff, don't that... get me wrong i would see taylor swift in a heartbeat jeff <laughs> we're still coming down and we're going to go up and see steven pages yep. that's... steven pages play like yeah. that's going to happen yeah we have those plans yeah um oh god i missed live shows so much where now. would that be where yeah. is that like ontario yep. toronto we're not that, that far from Toronto. Say, we, well, it could be a, I honestly, be, we're really not. That could we be really we should fun. make that work. Yeah, we, we have to do this. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, do that. Then a little karaoke. <laughs> yeah, a little karaoke. karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of us going to a karaoke bar and everyone's playing like hits, and then we're only playing bare naked lady songs like, six in a row for the bunch of us. Deep cuts too. And only the deep cuts. Like everyone's yeah, like, yeah. what is this? Little tiny song from each of us. <laughs> the shortest song 
coolest no, ever. You have to All right, that was a great version of Living on the Prairie. Your heart. I'm oh, sick. God. Hey, I'm a cow. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a bunch a of drunks go silent. That's the way to do it. <laughs> we might clear out really the bar think, pretty yeah. quick. <laughs> they, they won't be throwing Kraft Mac and Cheese at the end of that. <laughs> I really think it'd be a great Hopefully deal for Jeff you to do little tiny song and then Nick to follow it up with break your heart <laughs> and like just dead silence in between them. So like you finish the lines, you just hand the mic off to Nick. And then he goes, the, uh, uh, I would pay, I would that. pay good money to see Nick do break your heart. I want to see that. Bridge. Oh my God. Just load, up, just load him up with enough drinks. You just uh, get plastered and then I'll actually really go for it. And it'll horrify everybody it, there. <laughs> Don't worry. You remember that part where his voice breaks? Yeah. That'll be every <laughs> single line. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of excited. Steve, I'm missing some Steve this week myself. So for our appearance this week, Steve actually was just featured on a brand new song this week called I Should Have Listened to Ferris Bueller by Brett Newski. And that will be our appearance this week because I want people to go out and listen to this song. It is different. Uh, it's not BNL, definitely not BNL, but it's different. And I, I just love hearing Steve in the background whenever I can. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to that right after this. Mm-hmm. Oh, there What's it is. It again? I should have listened to Ferris. Bueller. I should have listened yeah. to Ferris Bueller. Brett Newski. Correct Brett. me if I'm wrong. In that movie, like, and, and Ferris Bueller. He he's walking around with a with a a backpack during most of the day, right? It's pun a little... pun landing in five, four, three. <laughs> it's a little I green bag, right? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I texted Nick like right as we started. I said, "Little green bags next. Be prepared." <laughs> I just thought he was ready for it. I've been trying to find some way to work that in all night. <laughs> nothing came up. Nothing. That was smooth, that was though. We, we totally it. ruined it for you, though. I'm sorry. That was bad. Hey, sometimes you got to pop the ball Stop. up for yourself to knock it out of the park. Yeah, right. That, yeah. You know, there, there's limits to my to my puns. There are, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a- well, thank you guys very much for joining us again, like two weeks later. Always. Yeah, always. <laughs> Thanks again. For Literally whenever. Where can people hear more of you guys? Oh, the places. Yeah, you know, wherever they want to. <laughs> um, I my address is. No. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're on. We're we just released. Uh, this. I don't know when this will will air. A week or two from now. So I think two weeks from now. So we've got our um Kev Hearn spectacular mm-hmm. album or episode, and then our um fresh hot takes on Flip that will be out. Um, and by the time this comes out, I think about a week or two from then is when we're going to start our Coldplay stuff. So we're taking a bit of a break because I think this is like our fourth or fifth re- podcast recording in like three weeks. Yep. So we're going to take a step back for a second. <laughs> we're getting a little too narcissistic, um, I've been told <laughs> by my wife. Um, my and wife. so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so there, of course, I've got my um, self-plug, my EP, King Inc. Uh, Lost Machines is uh, still available everywhere for some reason. I keep paying for that. Yes. Oh, so... So JD does. So JD has a song that's the prequel to Cohen's "Everybody Knows" on his album. By the way, mm-hmm. who knows? Nobody knows. Who knows? Who knows? Everybody knows. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, Leonard wrote the song in response to I, mine. That's what I figured. I was yeah, like, "Who yeah, knows?" Like, yeah. yeah, and yeah, he's like, really "Everybody awesome. knows." Yeah. Like, you guys were chatting. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It was a call and answer, <laughs> preemptively in response. Yeah, I don't know. Anywhere else, Nick? Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher, Apple. Jeff just followed me. I'm a back. horrible the person. Fuck, you were talking about following me and the stuff I was posting. I realized I was not following you. <laughs> We've talked on Twitter I before. Guess. Well, you're I'm, not following yeah. me either, so what the uh, hell? Well, you don't tweet. On. No, just yeah. I don't I'm not on it. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want you to spend time looking for Nick. <laughs> you might find something. And, and like, I think I have a dummy that account pops up is the King Inc. right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm plugging it. Yeah. Nick's Nick has never tweeted. He has an account. He's had it for over 10 years now. He has zero tweets. <laughs> he follows me, though. Yeah. I don't follow him, but he follows yeah, me. Yeah, what the hell? Well, hey, I'm this looking... Is... I gotta listen to this. Debut EP album now, all right. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to the next time that you guys come on the show. 
I'm yeah. looking up to the next time we're on the show. <laughs> I knew. That was me tossing. I mean, you, that wasn't even, yeah, you put the ball in front of the bat and just yeah. held it there. <laughs> and I still Please didn't see it. right into my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we're looking forward. It's, yeah. we're, we're, it's, it's always a super fun time. So thank you as always. And hey, we'll see you. We'll see you in Toronto. Thanks. That was fun. Don't forget. No regrets. Except maybe one. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.